Let's talk. So, what are we talking about this week, Pastor Jim? Hey, Roscoe. Well, this week we're talking about how to respond to a crisis. Oh, like when your candy dish is empty. What? No. Oh, like when you run out of toilet paper at exactly the wrong moment. <laughs> well, sort of. Oh, like when you have a lot of month left but not enough cash. <laughs> come on, Roscoe, come on, man. Uh, do you know what I do in a crisis situation? Scream a lot. Roscoe, <laughs> yes, we all face unexpected situations, but it's how we respond that matters. In a crisis situation, I choose to respond like this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll be right back, kids. Hey, kids, let's talk. Well, hello, everybody out there in podcast land. This is Pastor Jim, and I am the children's pastor at Parkway Fellowship in Richmond, Texas, and I am I am surrounded by some amazing young people and their parents are sitting over there on the side, and I am so excited to talk to you guys today about something that our church, uh, the big people are going to talk about this Sunday in big church, and so I wanted to do a podcast about that because I thought it was awesome, and today we're going to talk about, wait, let me, I got a sound effect. Crisis. That's what we're talking about. Oh, there it is. And we all face crisis from time to time in our lives. And so I'm going to ask these young people to introduce themselves and tell me what grade they're in and what their favorite Christmas present was this year. Okay, who wants to go first? Oh, Paige, that was a fast hand. Thank you so much. Okay, I already said, told her told her by your name, but do it again so everybody can know what your name is. I'm Paige. And what grade are you in? Fourth. Fourth grade. And what was your favorite Christmas present this year? I got a really cool Lego set. Ooh, what to build what? It's like an apartment. <gasps> an apartment? That must have a lot of pieces. So have you ever gone to Legoland or to a store that has, sells Legos and you can play with them? Mm-hmm. Oh, did you did you like that? Yeah. Oh, do you remember what you what you made when you went to a Lego store? I didn't make anything. You didn't make anything. <laughs> you just like looking at all the boxes. Yeah. Of all the Legos and stuff. Awesome. Well, it's nice to meet you, Paige. Who wants to go next? Josh. Josh is up. You're up, Josh. You're, what's your name and what grade you're in and what your favorite Christmas present was this year? Uh, my name is Joshua. I'm in fifth grade, and my favorite Christmas present was a bow and arrow. A bow and arrow? A real one? No. Oh, just just a toy one? Yeah. But you don't shoot anybody with it, do you? Sometimes. Oh, no, Josh! <laughs> Be careful of that. You might shoot somebody's eye out. <laughs> to quote a famous uh, movie. So, uh, a bow and arrow, and um, fifth grade, and say say uh, say the pledge. Start the pledge of allegiance. I want everybody to hear your voice again. I pledge of allegiance to the flag. Okay, good, good, good. Your voice is changing, isn't it? It sounds pretty low. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's low. I think it's changing. Awesome. Okay, next, our next, our third child here in the office today. Go. Ian. Ian. And what grade are you in? Five. Fifth. Fifth grade. And what was your favorite Christmas present this year? I don't know. He got an I don't know, Paige. What color I don't know? 
don't. Well, we got an I don't know color. I don't know. <laughs> do you know how many kids I've said? So what do you want for your birthday this year? I don't know. Oh, what color? I don't know. I've looked on Amazon and I thought, man, if somebody sold a thing called an I don't know, they'd sell a million of them. Because every kid says, I, I want an I don't know. I thought about what, what could I make that would be an I don't know that and would I sell. And I don't know. <laughs> and I don't note. I think I may have found it. And I don't note. Like a, a little piece of paper that's in a pad and it says, I don't note. note. Would that work? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I'm not that smart. Okay, so it's good to have you guys today on the podcast. And we are going to do our scripture right now. So everybody needs to say Proverbs. Proverbs. Wait, wait, you didn't do it the way I did it. Come on, man. You can do better than that. Proverbs. There it is, Paige. <laughs> Proverbs. Proverbs. <gasps> 24. 24. 24. 10. 10. There was Ian. I heard that. That was good. Proverbs 24.10 is an awesome scripture. Okay. So the first four words, if you give up. So I want you to shrug your shoulders to remind yourself to do, if you give up. So shrug your shoulders and say, if you give up. If you give up. Oh, that was good. Okay. That's the first part. Proverbs 24.10 from the beginning says, if you give up. Shrug your shoulders. There it is. Okay. Next next clue. When trouble comes. Okay. Chew your fingernails. Like. Yeah. So what was this? When you shrug your shoulders? If you give up. If you give up and then chew your fingernails. What's that? When trouble comes. When trouble comes. Okay. Now for the next two words, it shows. Put your left palm, left, left hand up when your palm open and then point to it with your right finger and that's. The pointer finger and that's sign language for shows and we're going to say it shows okay when we point at our hand what we're going to what words are we going to say it, it shows. shows it shows okay from the beginning proverbs 24 10 says if you, you give up when trouble comes it shows now the next one two three four words you are very weak okay so think of think of uh, okay, put your left palm up, put your right fingers down, like two people are standing there, and they're like collapsing a little bit. Mm, mm, mm. You are very weak. It's like your knees are trembling, and you're, you are very weak. Okay, from the beginning, Proverbs 24.10 says, If, if, if you, you give up, up when, when trouble comes, it shows you are very weak. Uh-oh, I got to do my sound effect again. Yes, you are very weak. If you just, if, if, if trouble comes, it shows if you give up. So the key, right, what, what do you think is the key thing there? To not give up. To not give up. That's right, Ian. Good answer. Okay, Proverbs 2410 with the motions Everybody do it together. Proverbs 24.10 says, If you give up when trouble comes, it shows you are very weak. Good job, everybody. Awesome. And now it's time for our Bible story. And I got a sound for the fact. Oh, yeah. Let's got to do that. Again. Oh, yeah. 
And today our story comes from the book of Daniel. Everybody say Daniel. Daniel. Chapter 2. Everybody say Daniel chapter 2. Chapter 2. Nice. So I'm going to be the narrator. Ian, you are King Nebuchadnezzar, but we're going to call you King Nebi for short. Okay. And then Josh, you are Daniel. And Paige, you are all the king's wizards, magicians, and wise men. So we're going to do this story. It's kind of a paraphrase of Daniel 2, but it's such a great chapter. I would encourage you to go read it for yourselves. Okay, let's start the story. And the Bible, everybody say Bible. Bible. Book of Daniel, everybody say Daniel. Daniel. Chapter 2, we read a story about a godly man, godly man named Daniel. How's it going? <laughs> yeah. The, the king of Babylon was named King Nebuchadnezzar, but we're going to call him King Nebi. Okay, so you are Ian. You say that next line. I am the king, and don't you forget it. <laughs> right. The story begins with King Nebi having some dreams that really bothered him. These dreams are so weird, I can't sleep. So King Nebi asked the fortune tellers, wizards, magicians, and wise men to come see him. We're all here, King Nebi. What's up? Go ahead, Ian. So, so I've been having weird dreams. Tell us what the dreams... Tell us the dreams and we'll tell you what they meant. Not so fast. I want you to tell me what the dream was and then tell me what it means. We would be happy to tell you what your dreams mean after you tell us what they were. Okay, Ian. No, 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 I told you. Tell me what the dreams were and then tell me what they mean. <laughs> you are a great king, but no man alive can do that. Only the gods can do that. When the king heard their answer, he got mad. <laughs> ooh, 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 he is really mad. And he ordered all the wise guys, I mean, magicians, fortune tellers, and wizards to be killed. Kill them all. Whoa. But before that, they had to find Daniel. He was considered one of the wise men. And his friends Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were considered wise men too. Uh-oh, what does that sound like? It sounds like a crisis. When they came to Daniel and told him what was happening. Oh, so the king wants someone to tell him what the dream was and then tell him what it meant. Is that right? Yes, the soldiers told them, yep, that's right. But Daniel asked for a slight extension of time before the killing of people began. Could you give me to the morning? I'm not sure God knows what the dream was. Wait, 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 wait. You said, you said that a little bit wrong. Uh, start over. Could you give me until the morning? Now pick it up. I'm, I'm sure. God knows what the dream was and what it meant. Yeah. So they gave Daniel the extension. And do you know what Daniel did first? He started to freak out. <laughs> nope. Tell everyone what you did, Daniel. I went to God and asked everyone that I, that I knew to go to God too. Yeah, and that night God told Daniel everything, what the dream was and what it meant. That's you, Josh. Oh, nope. No, 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 a little bit, a little bit, uh, it says, thanks God. Oh, thanks God. <laughs> yeah, and when Daniel went to the king in the morning. Well, Daniel, 
Can you tell me what the dream was and what it meant? And Daniel said, Nope. I can't. No man can, but God can. And Daniel told the king what the dream was and what it meant. Crisis averted. The end. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Drum roll, please. <laughs> Drum roll, please. Nice. So what part of the story did you like the best, everybody? When I said, well, Daniel, can you tell me what the dream was and what it meant? And then there was this. <laughs> the sound effects. <laughs> the sound effects, yes. I love the sound effects, too. So, uh, I like that. Paige, what was your favorite part? I don't know. <laughs> you don't know. You don't have to know. Joshua, do you have a favorite part of the story? Uh, yeah, the one when I said nope and then the sound effects. <laughs> yeah. So, sometimes when crises come... We do everything except what we really need to do. What did Daniel do when when the crisis came? He went to God. Yeah, he went to God first. Okay, so we're going to talk about some crisis that we've had in our lives. And I'll start. One time when I was 29 years old, I went to the doctor. And I was in, during the middle of the examination, He he his face changed. And it was like, he looked like surprised. And then... He told me, so, uh, Jim, why don't you get dressed and you come into my office? And I was like, well, okay, this is a little weird. And so I went into the office and he said, I don't know really how to tell you this, but you have a tumor. And I felt it during the examination and it's probably cancer. And I was like, in my mind, I was like, uh-oh, because I had had a really tough year. And this was definitely a crisis. It was definitely a crisis. And I thought, I thought God was mad at me. And so he, that he had given me cancer. So I did not go to God first. Um, that was a little bit of a bad decision on my part. Yeah. Because Daniel showed us what to do. He showed us that we should... Always, always, always go to God, especially when we're facing a crisis. So um, then I went, like the next day, I went into the hospital and they took care of it. And here I am, uh, let's see, 29. I, I, I can't do math. <laughs> I'm 67 now. So that's almost what, 40 Seven. years? Almost 40 years. So 38 years. Is that right? Yeah, I, I think I, yeah. I'm looking at the homeschooling mom. I'm not good at math. I'm not, good at <laughs> I'm not either. So it's almost it's it's been a while. It's been a long while, and God was not mad at me, and I I realized that later, that it was just part of Him getting me to where I needed to go in my life, because I was not really I was not really serving God the way I should have. Anyway, so anybody else have a crisis that you can tell me about in your in your family or in your life? It doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to be big. So anybody else have a crisis that you've gone through in your family? I see a lot of parents shaking their heads yes, but they don't have microphones in front of them. Oh, I think I know. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. When when the airplane, when we were trying to go home, but the airplane was canceled, so we had to get another, so we had to spend another day in Nevada. Oh, 
So what what did did you ask God for wisdom and what to do? I kind of just trusted my parents. Okay. I guess. Yeah. Well, that's a good thing to do. But we can also turn to God for in stuff like that. Like, okay, God, I see that you've uh, this this airplane is canceled, but help us know what to do, and help us know um, what your what your will is for my life. And so. My dad had extra Hilton Honor Points, so we were able to get a room, a one-day room for free. Oh, that's awesome. Did it have a swimming pool? No. Oh, that's always the first thing I ask. <laughs> Does it have a swimming pool? Does it have a hot tub? I'm in. <laughs> I have a pool and a hot tub. Oh, there you house. go. I might be over. At my house. <laughs> I might be over soon. <laughs> Paige, do you have something? Uh, yeah. Okay, go ahead. My grandpa just got uh, cancer, and we had and we kept praying for him for a while. Yeah, yeah. He just got better. Oh, I love that. So when that crisis hit, it would have been easy to kind of withdraw, be quiet about it, be mad at God, do all those things. But you guys did the right thing. Just go to prayer and start praying. So I'm so glad he's better. I'm so glad he's better. My daughter... Um, for about six years, she was very sick. She was very sick. And we kept praying for her, and God did a miracle in her life not too long ago. And that allowed us to consider the idea, because we were living with them in, in Virginia, and we were, we were wanting to come to Texas to be with our son and his family. But as long as she was ill, we couldn't do that because we, we helped the family a lot. So in that crisis, it was very hard for us. But it was awesome, too, because we got to depend on God in that, in that crisis. And it was, it was so good. And then God did a miracle, and now she's like 98% better. And it's amazing to see what God did there. Okay, Josh, you got anything for us? Crisis? Nope. Nope, that's okay. I have that's a okay. question. Yeah, go ahead. So, Ian. When did what year did you have that cancer? Like the end of the year, tough year, whatever. So I had I went to the doctor in the summer. So that was I was twenty nine, almost a, I was almost thirty, and so that would have been nineteen eighty six. I was not born. <laughs> There's probably nobody in this room that was born in nineteen eighty six. Wait. <laughs> Wait, you were 1986? You're you're just a child. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I just got the look from Paige. <laughs> so you are a fifth grader, right? No. In my opinion, you're still a child. <laughs> my cousin says I'm an adult. You're a you're adult. You don't even have a mustache though. I have a little. <laughs> you have a little one. Nice. So, I am so glad you guys get to come. No, okay, so. Uh, do you do you guys have any shout outs you want to give out to people today uh, during the podcast? Just a shout out to your family, shout out to somebody in your in your school, shout out to a teacher, shout out to some. Yes, Paige, go. My sisters. Your sisters. What Reese are their and names? Ainsley. What is it? Reese and Ainsley. Reese and Ainsley. Ainsley. It's a pretty name. And how old are they? Are they older? Ainsley's 12, Reese just turned 6. Oh, okay. So one older, one younger. Nice. Okay, so shout out to... What were their names again? Reese and Ainsley. Reese and Ainsley. Nice. Anybody else want to give a shout out? Come on, Joshua. I know you got somebody. 
I got some. You, okay, Ian, go. Blake Frederick. Blake? I think he's coming with me tomorrow <gasps> to church. Oh, that would be awesome, him coming to church tomorrow. Has he been to church before? Yeah, a yeah, lot of times. A lot of times? More than his brother. Oh, okay. Well, it would be great to have a, a guest with you tomorrow. That would be awesome. He's my be- He's one of my best friends out of three. BFFs. Yeah. Nice. Okay, Joshua, you got somebody? Yes. Okay, go. My <clears throat> my brothers and sisters, Alex, uh, Alvin, and uh, Sharon. Nice. So, Alex, Alan, Alvin, Alvin, and Sharon. Nice. Good shout outs. Well, I want to say a, a shout out to my family who lives here in Texas. It's Jameson, who's on the worship band. If you've ever seen this big, tall guy with a big black beard, he plays guitar and sometimes plays drums and sometimes does the bass. And then um, his his wife, Jenny, and then their two boys, Max and Ollie. You guys might know them or seen them around. So I give a shout out to my family today as well. Okay, well, it's almost time for the podcast to be over. Thank you so much for coming today. And I'm going to pray and ask God to bless our day and to bless this podcast. Okay, here we go. God, thank you so much for these young people and thank you for their hearts and for their families and parents and who are raising them to love you. And thank you that you love us so much and that when we face a crisis, we can always turn to you. And we, we know that you listen to us and you hear us. Thank you for the stories uh, from, from the kids. And thank you for Daniel and the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego doing uh, the right thing and going to you first. And we pray that that would be an encouragement to everyone who's listening to this podcast today. In Jesus' name, amen. And food and water. What was that? And food and water. And, and for food and water. Yes. Amen. 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 Paige. What? You could do a puppet with that voice. No. <laughs> no. I'm good. Hey, I am the I am the puppet master. I know who can do a puppet. Puppet master voice. from Plotty? No. No. But if you ever <laughs> if you ever see a puppet named Roscoe, um nope. that's me. That's going to be me doing Roscoe. I have a puppet that I had made. That does not make any sense. <laughs> All right. Everybody say bye. 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 Hey, kids. Let's talk. Hey, kids. Today we've been talking about what to do in a crisis. Daniel and his friends were facing a huge crisis. But what did Daniel do first? He went to God. But he also went to his friends and asked them to pray too. Sometimes when we're facing a crisis, we withdraw. We do exactly the opposite of what Daniel did. He went to his friends, and they supported him by being a part of the solution. When you and your family are facing a crisis, no matter how big or small, go to God, but then also go to your friends, your support group. And as a church, we provide small groups for the entire family. And I hope you have found a church that doesn't just freak out at a crisis, but they support you with prayer and much more. Remember, God loves you and he wants to help you through your crisis. Turn to him and know, he's got this. Okay, Pastor Jam out! Hey kids, let's talk.